Hey everybody, it's me. It's Lenora from It's a New Dawn. Um, I how's everybody doing? Before I even start, because I forget every time I sign on, please uh, subscribe, support my YouTube and uh, podcast platforms. Please subscribe, comment, share, like. It helps me a lot, a lot. Uh, all my links are going to be below. Uh, mentioning the raw bar before I even start. Uh, if you could support me and look and see the nutritional bar, the only package good I eat, um, that link will be below. They have given me a code for 5% uh, off, and that is capital L, uh, it would be Lenny, L E N N Y, uh, five after that, numeral five. So you can get 5% off. And without going into too much detail, because if you've seen any of my other YouTube or podcasts, you know how much I love this bar. I love this company. They get 10% of their net proceeds to feed the hungry children worldwide. And all you have to do is go onto my website or click the link below for the raw bar. And you can see what wonderful things that these people do. Um, you don't have to take my word for it. So any questions about the bar, anything like that, just um, get in touch with me. Um, today I have Lori, Lori, it's time. That's her screen name on TikTok. I've had her on my podcast before way back, uh, giving me her beautiful story, uh, overcoming adversity. And she is back. We are going to do a four week series every Friday. Uh, the podcast will come out and we are talking about Yes, <laughs> you have it too. Our favorite, well, my favorite book, one of my most life-changing books in my life, and it is The Four Agreements by uh, Don Miguel Ruiz. That's how we pronounce it, right? A Practical Guide to Personal Freedom. Uh, I, every time I run, I get these insights and everything, and it was just something that I said, what has really impacted my life? And I have to tell you this book, oh my God. What year did you read this, Lori? 1996, way back when. I think it was 96 or 97. And it, it really- came out in 97. It must, yeah. have been, it must have been, yeah. Yeah, and I, I read it later. It wasn't that much longer later, but uh, in the beginning, uh, I just, I made a connection, but not really. And I don't know if this is true for you, but the more I read it, the more connections I made. And you can see it's not a thick book. I have it on audio also on, um, what is that audio platform? Is it just I, audio? I'm with you though. I didn't really absorb this book when I first read it. I read it, I was younger and I felt it. And I think I might've applied it a little bit throughout my life and a lot of it sunk in. The belief system part of it was huge for me, but as I started reading it later in life, I started really applying it. And it's very difficult. We can do difficult things, but it's difficult to apply it. And I started reading it with my 10-year-old. And he has started to um, give some great advice uh, around some of the words in this book. The impeccable with your word, that first agreement, is the biggest, is the best, in my opinion. You told me that. And I think that is so awesome that you are reading the book. To your 10 year old. I have five kids. I never did. I did apply it uh, as I went along. And I'm not, I'm not going to say the first agreement is the one that made the most impact on me personally. 
it was, and we'll go over the other ones. Uh, so my, my goal is to, or my hope is that every Friday in February, we'll come out with the, another agreement. Um, it will happen, not a hope, it will happen. So I will touch upon what agreement made the most impact in my life. But let me just read a little bit about the book. Um, this is just somebody from Amazon and I just thought it made it very short and sweet in the description. Sit at the foot of a native elder and listen as great wisdom of days long past is passed down. In the four agreements, shamanic teacher and healer, Don Miguel exposes self-limiting beliefs and presents a simple yet effective code of personal conduct learned from his Toltec ancestors. Full of grace and simple truth, the handsomely designed book makes a lovely gift for anybody making an elementary change in life. And it reads in a voice that you would expect from an indigenous shaman. Uh, the four agreements are these, be impeccable with your word, don't take anything personally, don't make assumptions, always do your best. Um, it's the how and why one should do these things that make the four agreements worth reading and remembering. So um, for those who don't know anything about it, this may sound a little, I guess maybe woo-woo. How would you describe it? If you, if you were coming from not knowing anything about the four agreements, how would you describe it? I would not even put it in the woo category. I would put it in the humanity category and because he does talk about God in here, whether we believe in source or God or whatever, it's you can portray any book, anything the way that you were brought up or whatever, wherever you are in your life. And the biggest thing I want to point this out is this particular sentence, which really hit home with me way back when, and still does to this day, whenever we hear an, an opinion and believe it, we make an agreement and it becomes part of our belief system. Can we imagine way back when we were children and we heard our siblings lovingly say, you're so stupid. That hurts. Yeah. That's very difficult to overcome because we take that on and we believe that. And in order to change that belief system takes a lot of digging, a lot of hard work because it's embedded. Mm -hmm. And, this and, is and you know what? It's not funny, but I was talking to a girlfriend this morning because I was saying how we were going to do this podcast. And um, we talked about that uh, specifically. Uh, it goes back to when I was 16 and uh, I could have been 15. And I think I might've said this to you before when we were talking about my story and growing up and blah, blah, blah. Um, the boy came to me and I, he said, I'd go out with you again if you weren't so fat. So that set me up for, and I'm not gonna say it's not the sexual abuse and all of that. And anybody who knows me probably knows my story, um, but the words, the words, it was that impact of the words that went into my, I'm getting the chills thinking about it, went into my very deep soul, all my, all my tissues and all myself. I know that sounds a little bit much, but let me tell you, that set me up for anorexia, for bulimia for six years that I almost died from. And, and that the word, the word, 
set me up for a life of destruction and almost death. If I'm being very honest, that's how impactful words can be. It is. It's impactful. And he says the word is so powerful that one word can change a life or destroy the life of millions. And your word is the gift that comes directly from God. He says, this is what I'm talking about. When we talk about be impeccable with your word and what I'm discussing with my kiddo is that when someone is bullying you, which all kids go through still, I don't understand it and why it's still prevalent. But when, um, I ask him, what does it mean when they're bullying you and what can we offer when they are bullying you? And he says, mom, I think that maybe they're not being impeccable with their word and something's going on in their life that might be more destroying their, their, their esteem. And maybe I can give forgiveness and grace or I judge them. I'm like, wow, that you told me that. And that just blew me away and I, it gives me so much hope for our future generations i told you that that yeah. you're giving him such a gift not and to he, say that my kids aren't good they all they're all good kids and, and they that, all have good hearts obviously but. wasn't word for word verbatim but the word that's how i took it when he was d describing and explaining it he is way you know beyond his years. And we've discussed bullying and being bullied and he's in martial arts. And, and we went through the gamut of how to deal with them, you know, telling someone and, and all the, the whole thing. Um, and it's just, it's difficult, I think for kids, especially right now, they're going through this pandemic too. And it's hard to understand the stress that, you know, we have as adults being able to cope a little bit easier sometimes, let alone a child um, going through it too, and not being able to have that connection. It's difficult. And so I think when we bring in books like this to help them and guide them through it, um, it I think it can be a good, helpful tool, books like this. Oh my God, I agree with you. Wouldn't it be great if it was in every school system yes. to start? Yeah. Although maybe, maybe it, maybe it is when I was, maybe in, it is. I 97, I don't know. I was in my thirties, I guess. And I, I didn't absorb it. I mean, I read it and some things really stuck with me. And I don't remember, you know, when I started talking to people and I felt that inner knowing, um, maybe it was partly because of this book and I was able to imply it, but not imply it, not know where I got it or remember how I did it. But I don't know if kids, kids are very applied. They absorb when they're young. So, you know, like they say, take your Spanish lessons when you're young, so you can remove, you know, that kind of thing. So I would think it would be a, a huge um, observation to have this like in the counselor, uh, counselor rooms, you know, when they're going around and, and doing their talks in my kiddos school, they do, I think Fridays or something they used to, you know, they would have music one day, gym, another library art. And then they would have like every other Friday or every Friday, they'd have the counselor come in and talk to them and read a book. I would love to have this incorporated in that somehow. Oh my God. It would be great. And they would do a weekly, just like we're doing on this podcast. It would be great. Now, I know you're saying, okay, you were in your 30s. I was too. Uh, but instead of being in our 50s and getting it, although we got it. I mean, I got it. By the second time I read it, I was like, okay. Um, and we'll talk about the other agreements uh, on the other weeks. But um, made such a 
huge difference because I was meditating by then and then I was being more conscious of my words and what I was saying. So that helped too. But just think if they started at the age of 10, by the time they're 20, they're going to get it way younger than we did. So, <laughs> you know, it's never too young, never too young to start. But I want to ask you and, you know, specifically, what does being impeccable with your word mean to you? To me, it is every word because words are precious. And a lot of times we say them to ourselves negatively. And that's where it begins because it shows on the outside. So if I'm talking poorly about myself, then I'm going to probably show that out outwardly. And that could be in the smallest minute way. You know, a lot of times we say, oh, um, just be positive. Um, that's a great uh, feeling and a great thing to say and put out there. But sometimes we say it so much positive vibes only and all this, and then we go home and cry ourselves to sleep. So we're not doing the work and we're not being impeccable with our word to ourselves. You know, we may be saying it on the outside, but perhaps we're not feeling it. Um, so that to me is impeccable. It's not just I, hey, I'm going to be on your podcast at one o'clock. I'll be there. You know, that is being impeccable with my word also and being there right on time and, and going through with it. But it's, it's a lot deeper than that to me. How about you? Yes. Yes. So much deeper than the exterior words. Like that was a perfect example. Like it's more than, okay, I'm going to be there and you're there because you're efficient, but being conscious of yeah. and working on that, like before you, I think I did a TikTok on this about, uh, before you pick up that phone or before you write that TikTok or you write that email or you write a nasty text, digging deep and finding consciousness, whether it's from reading the book or from meditation or, you know, taking a walk in nature and being mindful and being introspective. Um, yoga, where you, where you learn even off the mat, the more you go on the mat, the more you're going to be conscious of what you're doing out in the world. Um, being conscious before you speak, before you write, before you do a phone call has helped me immensely, immensely. Because yes. how often do you just feel off words? Like, especially right. in the political, and I'm not political at all, and, but you just say words so quickly, you know, without and even thinking. One of the things I'll bring up, um, page 43, your opinion is nothing but your point of view. It is not necessarily true. Your opinion comes from your beliefs and your own ego and your own dream. And that rings true for so many things. We create all this poison and spread all that poison from um, our our own ego. Um, and one of the stories that was in, I was it the impeccable word where the, the mom came home and she was tired and the little girl was singing? <laughs> I just... She, I just spoke this with my girlfriend and we're on the phone right before I came yeah. to talk to you on here. That was the story I told her. Yes. The it, it, it's true because we do well, tell it, tell this story. You tell it. And I haven't read this part for a while. I'm not even sure where it is in the book, but um, I do remember thinking, yeah, that's how it feels. Like sometimes you come home and you're tired and you got to get dinner on the table and, and, you know, the little girl is just singing her song and just being carefree and just loving life and not a care in the world. And the mom is just tired with a headache and had worked all day and said, stop singing. Like it's grinding on her nerves because she's already there. And so now that little girl goes on to never sing another note. And did she become exactly? She says, she says, stop. You sound, you're a horrible singer. 
or yes. something like like that. And she grew up thinking, well, I'm a horrible singer. And uh, you know what? I'm going to say that's another thing that I had. I, I had 10 siblings growing up and I was carefree until I was abused. And that was at nine. So before nine, I was, wee, you know, and just doing my thing. And they said almost, shut up. You sound horrible. So to this day, I'll do my TikToks and I'll lip sync. But you know how they do duets and um, you could do your own voice? <laughs> I, tr I tried one of those and it's still embedded in my head where I'm telling you words are, this is why I needed to do this because <clears throat> I, I don't, I won't sing. I still, I'm still at that point. Yes, I'm a freer with it, but it's still in my head. You are, you're horrible. Stop. You know, you suck. And that's that so. sibling. And I'm sure I did the same to my brother. You know, we just argued back and forth to each other all the time. Like, shut up, you're stupid. Well, shut up, you are, you know, like, it's mm -hmm. just what we do. But then when it's reiterated by, say, you know, a friend or um, an acquaintance or, you know, a cousin or whatever it is, it's like, okay, I've heard it again. Maybe I am. And then that, you know, it's just their opinion. It's just them being silly or, or teasing. I cannot stand the word teasing because there's a little truth in all teasing. You know, I, I, I just don't like the little jabs, you know, oh, you're mm. so, why you always do that kind of thing. It's like, hmm. Remember the, um, there was an example in the book trying to think uh oh the one i think it's in the, this book because <clears throat> i read a lot of help self-help books but um it was uh the woman spent a long time getting ready and she feels really good about herself was that in this book and then somebody says to her what's the matter with you you look you look tired or you look whatever wasn't that in the book something like that i don't remember <laughs> oh it could have been oh, that's bothering me. I'm glad you marked off things in the book. Um, I, I didn't I, do that, but I, I, yeah, no, um, I don't that have was my first, that was in my first edition. This is my second. Cause that one's so beat. Um, yeah, it was a woman who was getting ready. I mean, I had an example of that too, but I was, I was so strong by then the woman, um, I spent all this time. It was back to school night. And, uh, you know, I did my hair, I dressed up for once and we're at the back to school night and a woman comes up to me and she says, you look the way I feel. And I looked at her without missing a beat. And I said, you must feel great. <laughs> <laughs> you must feel great. Cause I, this was after reading the book probably eight times or something, but like, don't take it personally, just. <laughs> I love but that. I, but Lori, but if I was in a bad place and I, those are words and they're like, how dare you? You know, like I spent all this time getting ready, you know, I have five kids or all, you know, and you're like, you know how hard it is. And you're like, you get, you do your hair and you put on, I never wear dress up clothes. This is me, you guys, you know, I wear workout clothes all the time. So I dress up, I, I feel really like the bomb. And she comes up to me and you, you, you look the way I feel. You look, you must feel really good. 
What'd she say? <laughs> she sunk into like my husband and I still talk about this to this day. And it must have been about 15 years ago. I don't even know. It was a, it was a while back. And, and it was back to school night. My kids are old, you know, like, uh, but yeah, she just did not know what to say. Took her for a loop. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Isn't that great? <laughs> anyway, I don't want to go too long in these uh, short little things that we're doing. Although, if you have anything else to share about this first agreement, I would love to hear it. Uh, no, this is... Uh... A beautiful, this is my favorite one, impeccable with your words. A lot of times we hear, um, you know, things from different people and it's this, the, I think it's the next agreement where you don't take things personally. Um, uh, it is one for me too. Yes, it is. Don't take anything. And that is one of my, the ones that the one that made one of the users. Yeah. I love that one because it's their projected, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we will. Um, where can people, I want everybody to know your information and I will put it all in the show notes below every week. It'll be below in the show notes. So go ahead. Yep. I am Lori with itstimesunshine.com. Um, we started a podcast called Co-Creating Impact, where it's all about co-hosting. It's 15 minutes where you come on and you can chat with me on the video or via phone or just send in a podcast if you are a DIY podcaster and we will put it on our podcast because it's just about giving value, finding out what's beneath your smile um, because everybody hides it differently. Sometimes we smile, sometimes we're comedic, sometimes you know we eat our feelings. So we just want to know um, what resources and tools worked for you and whatever it is you want to share with people. This is about just regular people. You don't need any fancy equipment. It's simple and quick and to the point. And so if you want to go and become a co-creator, go to itstimesunshine.com co-creator. Um, oh gosh, I can't remember the name. Uh, you're going to, you're going to send it to me and I'll put it in the show notes. It'll be all there for everybody. On there, it's called co-creator podcast on itstimesunshine.com. You can read about it. There's a few podcasts on there and then you can fill out the form um, and give a time and day that, that you prefer. So yeah, it's exciting because we created it on TikTok, on the live. We did it. I we talked that. We'd call it. We talked about what it would look like for everybody to come on and just co-host. And it's just, it's a big group project and it's fun. Love it. Maybe I'll go on. I hope so. I hope so too. Um, you guys hang out. Uh, everybody, you know, all my information is going to be below in the show notes, my Google number, my website, my email, all the information about the roar bars, the code. Um, I think that's it. So on that note, everybody have a wonderful and blessed day. And thank you, Lori, for sharing your love and wisdom with me. Thank you so love much. You. Love you. Mwah. Mwah.